parents and I talked about this because um, this was, I think, the official first concert. My mom will tell me when she listens to the podcast if I'm right or not. But I'm pretty sure this was the very first concert I actually went to. And it was either in 2001 or 2002 at New York in at Carnegie, I think. Wow. What a concert. Um, I think I have, the, I have the playbill somewhere, so I'll have to go and find of it. Of course you do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I'll, uh, I'll add it in. I'll add a little photo of me on Instagram. That's a bummer because mine was Stephen Kirsch Chapman. So here we go. Um, <laughs> the the oh. father of uh, CCM. So yes. That's a Truly. little shout out to those people that know that. Watch a week away on Netflix. Hello and welcome to episode 76, Trombones of Theater Nerds. I'm your host, Rachel Jones. And I'm your other host, Taylor Reed. Theater Nerds is a podcast about our obsessions with theater, where we will explore all aspects of theater, musicals, and everything in between. This podcast is not set up to be a deep dive into technique or theater history, but we're hopeful that no matter if you're an enthusiast like us, or if you've only seen your theater camp's production of Oklahoma Junior, you'll enjoy this podcast. So cue the orchestra and come nerd out with us. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Yeah. Uh, in case you guys didn't know, you can find us on all major podcast platforms. That's right. And you know what, Taylor? You can help. You and our listeners can help other potential listeners find our podcast by That's leaving right. us a star rating and a review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Although while you're at your theater camp, you're not supposed to have your phone. So um, wait until you get home. Yeah. Way to be a narc, Tay. Yeah. <laughs> to find out more about the Theater Nerd Cult, check us out at theaternerdpod.com or you can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at Theater Nerd Pod and on Facebook at Theater Nerd Podcast. In today's episode, we're discussing our theater camp experiences. What's up, Rachel? Hey, Ty. Hi. Hello. Happy Sunday. We're recording this on a Sunday, everyone. We are. Yeah. We are. We are currently post Barbenheimer. I'm post Barbenheimer. And um, currently, while recording yeah. this, I'm yeah. I'm post neither. But when this is released, I hope to be post Barbie and pre yes. Oppenheimer. That's right. So. That's right. Um, yes, I did not do. I just want to make it stated for the record. I did not do a double feature, but I did. I saw Barbie this past Friday. I saw Oppenheimer today as a recording that literally just like I came from it <laughs> like 20 minutes ago. Finished. I texted Rachel and I was like, I'm done. I'm coming to you to record. So, um, surprise, yeah, this well, is the podcast about Oppenheimer. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. Um, when, whenever. Uh, theater camp does a Barbenheimer musical. <laughs> it's actually the I, last season of High School Musical, the musical series. Oh my gosh, I would love that. I I I keep saying to people, how amazing would it be if they just switched directors and Greta Gerwig directed Oppenheimer and Chris, <laughs> we saw Christopher Nolan's Barbie. I'm like, that would be amazing. <laughs> Can they uh, tag team low key? Do you think they right? would be good co-directors? I think so. I think that'd be great. Yeah. 
Um, but we we're living in a post Barbenheimer world. I feel changed. I feel you know all the things. But it also is still summer. So, um, it is still in the summer. midst of summer, which is kind of crazy. It's almost August, which is weird. That's wild. I also yeah. want to say that I've never seen mm. so many themed Instagram posts about Barbie or yeah. and or Oppenheimer since yeah. since the last premiere. Mm-hmm. of the harry potter movie the last Ooh, harry potter movie. yeah like this is what it's giving is like we're back mm-hmm. in business right. all across like literally everyone they, there's not one person who didn't post one thing about either of the movies over the last week well you know 15 years ago was the dark mama um <laughs> have you seen this <laughs> no what is yeah that? so 15 years ago the dark knight came out the same weekend that mama mia came out <laughs> the dark i didn't mama. know that <laughs> Yes, yes. It's just funny that it's like Christopher Nolan against yeah. also something that's kind of that's programming. So, funny. so um, uh, yeah, so exciting. Tell us what you guys thought of both of these movies down below, and, and if they should um, be made into musicals. And also, who's going to win Best Picture? That's I just want a, a Barbenheimer race until until the Oscars. <laughs> We're really so far away. I know we are very far <laughs> away. You are correct. Um, but we digress, of course, mm-hmm. about that. And mm-hmm. we go, we're gonna we're gonna talk about our theater camp experiences because that's gonna be super fun. But oh, before no. we it's gonna be so fun. Uh, before we get to those bunk beds and those um sloppy joes, we're gonna get to ooh. Ooh, thank you. We're gonna get to our what's the buzz segment. What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening, what's the buzz? Tell me what's happening, what's the buzz? Tell me what's happening, what's the buzz? I um I told my dad this past week because I saw my parents. My dad shout out to your dad whose family yeah sheltered me. So once again, thanks. Yes, that's true. Um, yes, my aunt, his sister, sheltered Rachel in Canada. Um, which sounds like a like a weird sentence, a very (laughs) weird sentence. But yeah, during the war, (laughs) during the Barbenheimer War, it was Um, actually Narnia at the beginning of the musical. True, true. Um, my dad is a very big fan of Jesus Christ Superstar and Godspell, those two musicals. And I know. Um, and I said, I told my dad we do this new segment now on the show called What's the because contrary to. Rachel's parents, my parents do not <laughs> listen to our podcast. I think sometimes my mom does, but not every week. So my dad, I said, what's the buzz? Tell, and and my dad was like, started, he thought for a second, he was like, is that Jesus Christ Superstar? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Yay. So, yeah. We so, love it. We do it. We do it for the peeps. Because of theater nerds. I know. Um. Well, I think the biggest thing we're going to talk about the biggest thing since last week. And there's so many uh, things. I know there are so many things, but I think the biggest thing we need to talk about right up at the front <laughs> is um, Ethan Slater and Ariana Grande <laughs> are reportedly you know, dating. Yeah, I didn't think this was true because my sister TMZ. told me, and. She and I was like, Ethan Slater's married. Like, what? And, has and a then ch- a young child. Yes. And apparently they're not married. They're getting divorced. Is this so important? here? Okay. Know. So immediately someone sent me just like the t- rumored by TMZ. And listen, right. until it is on my playbill as an Instagram, until it's on official Broadway World, until Broadway for me have has True. corroborated the story on Instagram, I'm not believing. Mm-hmm. 
anything or there's an official statement. But at first, someone sent it to me and I was like, this can't be true. Literally, Ethan Slater is married and they literally just had a child. He posted about it on Instagram, how much he loves them and everything. Right. And then I sent that text message and then I thought, okay, Rachel, that's very heteronormative of you. That's very monogamous relationship of you. How (laughs) dare you know anything about what's happening with Ethan Slater and his spouse Mm. and their relationship? And like maybe they're in a consensual non-monogamous relationship, an ethical consensual non-monogamous relationship. We don't know. True. And also like, are they like... I, I just have lots of questions. I just have lots of questions. I just gonna name, say, Bach finally name? got his Glinda. That's literally, literally that. <laughs> literally that. Not also what immediately once I read that TMZ thing, of course, you know, the yeah, algorithm now the knows. The algorithm now knows that I've seen right. that. And so then right. it thinks I'm on the Ariana side of TikTok, and that's just not true. I'm on the Ethan Slater side of TikTok, obviously. Right. right. But there are all these girls, I know, there are all these girls on there talking about, like, breaking down who Ethan Slater is and why you as an Mm. Ariana Grande fan need to know who Mm. he is and, like, what's the Mm. deal and how she broke off her engagement and the photo of her at Wimbledon, which, by the way, she is in the midst of some very attractive humans in that photo. We got, speaking of theater people, Jonathan Bailey, Lin-Manuel Miranda, Andrew Garfield. I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Tom Hiddleston. She did look great. Yeah. But it was just so, it's so interesting. And then I saw the photo, you know, since the Wicked movie is not filming right now. um, Mm -hmm. I saw a photo of her and Cynthia Erivo um, out shopping in London. And Mm -hmm. it's so cute. Just the two of them. And I really thought that was so sweet. Um, But yeah, I'm just, I don't know what the deal is. I don't know if this is just a rumor. I don't know if this is true. Is it just a showman's also big theater vibes there? But whatever is happening between Ariana and Ethan or whatever is not happening there, I I just hope that, I hope that they're not dealing with too much backlash with this story. If it's true and they hadn't yet figured out how to talk about it with other people, like that sucks. Like, they are people, and Ethan Slater especially is now going to be a name that people know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, yeah, I just find that yeah. very interesting. I do think it's funny because the whole world is like, who is this? <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Rachel yeah. over here was Everyone. like, you mean? <laughs> and as soon as it, my sister was telling me, and I had to look it up immediately, I went on to his Wikipedia, and it says in the personal life section, Slater started dating his high school sweetheart in 2012. They married in 2018. Their son was born. Oh, so someone took this off. Okay. So there used to be a line that said they they announced a divorce in 2023. So that but is no longer didn't. there. Yeah. We didn't because I yeah. looked everywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so this is what this is the whole thing. Like, we don't know what anyone's relationship's like. We don't know what they're just because you're married, you could be, like I said, in a consensual, ethical, non-monogamous relationship. And that's awesome. First of all, good for Ethan, good for Ariana, good for mm-hmm. everyone. But if that's not true, also if this is just a rumor, that's just it just is like hard. It's this is hard. This is a lot. Mm. Yeah, there is an article on here on Yahoo that says wife of SpongeBob's voice actor clarifies he's not dating Ariana Grande. <laughs> See, 
We just yeah. don't know everyone. It has not been confirmed. But that's the wife of the SpongeBob voice. That's what I'm saying. She was saying that the, the main actor who voices SpongeBob is not doing it. So I can't. So I think that's I hilarious. Yeah, we'll keep up with this story. Listen, Ethan Slater, as much as I don't think um, marriages should be ruined over pop stars, I think <laughs> that, um, you know. That's your baseline. If they, yeah, that's my baseline. Um, I don't know. Are they happy? Uh, who knows? <laughs> Gosh, I hope so. Also, this yeah. must mean the chemistry is great. Yeah. The Bach. And we're going to feel the Bach and Galinda chemistry. The sexual chemistry between Bach and Galinda is going to be through the roof. And Fiero and Galinda are going to be. Medium. Medium. I also felt really, really bad I, because the photos they were using of Ethan Slater are the photos of him as Bach with his hair. Very yeah. I'm like, guys, he doesn't, this isn't his best look. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Well, you know, we'll keep an eye on this story. Oh. Something completely different that we can talk about. Yeah. Stephen Sondheim's new musical, Here We Are, the world premiere of the final musical by legendary composer Stephen Sondheim with a book by David Ives, and it is directed by Joe Mantello. It is playing at The Shed in New York in New York City, which I would love to go and see this. It's playing from September 28th through January 7th, so a very long run. It's a long time. Yeah, announced their cast recently. Um, and we have names like um, Francois Batiste. I hope I'm saying that right. Yeah. Tracy mm -hmm. Bennett, Bobby Cannavale, Michaela Diamond, Amber Gray, Jin Ha, Rachel Bay Jones, Dennis O'Hare, Stephen Pasquale. Well, I didn't know about Stephen Pasquale. David Hyde Pierce and Jeremy Seamus. What an incredible cast. Yeah, incredible cast. And I'm excited for this. I wonder if it, so this is, it says here that the musical features music by Stephen Sondheim and a book written by Tony Award winning Davy Ives and inspired by two films, The Discreet Charm of Bourgeoisie and The Exterminating Angel by Louise Bunel. Ooh. Ooh, that's all we know. That's all we so know. So excited for that. Obviously, a post um, Stephen Sondheim passing away musical. Obviously, yeah. we wanted this to be around when he was still alive, but right. um, excited nonetheless because this cast is amazing. And I wonder if it will do well. You know, even Sondheim's more recent musicals, you know, the ones he wrote 20 years ago, didn't weren't that um, rec weren't received super well. But I'm excited to see. Yeah, that's true. But um, excited to see what comes of this. It's a yeah. again like an amazing cast. So we'll see. We will see. I'm just excited. You know, the other Rachel Jones is getting work. Um, we love Rachel like, Jones. I know she is we so do. Overshadowed. Yeah, I feel like she did Evan and won a Tony, and then like where I guess she did. And then she went to the normal. next to normal. Right. Yeah. She's she's yeah. living her life. True, true. Okay. What else we got? What else? Some we got? casting. I have two different casting things I mm, want to talk about. Yes. Number one, Austin Scott joins um, as Shakespeare in Anne Juliet. Mm. Uh, I think that starts in the beginning of August, so that's really exciting. Anne Juliet continuing to 
bring people in, continuing to be mm-hmm. grossing. So that's exciting. And then I saw this um, announcement and I truly thought I'm being punked. And also I kind of cried a little. Yeah. And that is that we got some Hades Town uh, casting notices and Betty who is mm. going to join the cast of Hades Town as Persephone. Mm-hmm. And Philip Boykin is going to join uh, the Town as Hades. And then we also mm-hmm. got uh, a little bit later after that, we got another announcement about Hades Town. Let me see if I can find it. It's yep. uh, Solia Pfeiffer joining Hades Town as Eurydice. Yeah, amazing. What in the heck? Like, mm-hmm. these are, this is one of the things I know we've talked about before, but replacements you know can go one of two ways yeah and this has been a long time where the a lot of the original cast have been mm. you know coming in if they left they're coming back and so these are some big heavy hitters who have not been in this cast before who are coming and you know what they're gonna sell tickets these people are going to sell tickets right and people who've right. already seen the show are gonna go back to the show because it's gonna be different yeah. And I also, did I send you, Taylor, a few weeks ago, how Betty Who's been singing different musicals on her TikTok? No. And I was like, why is she singing musicals? Maybe this is why. That's why. Right there, she was auditioning. <laughs> Low she, was, she maybe you think was. she was auditioning or she was, um, she was offered the role? I think she was probably offered the role, but like maybe mm-hmm. based off of all of these things that she's been doing. Also, right. she is a very talented singer. Right. But I don't know, has she ever been on Broadway? Is this her first time? I don't mm-hmm. know. I have to look that up. Okay, well, while Taylor's looking that up, this other yes. thing that mm-hmm. is huge if true. Huge mm-hmm. if true. Original Which is legally... just the statement of our show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. Original Legally Blonde cast, in quotes, dying to produce reunion concerts. Well, like, let's get it together, guys. Let's get it together. Oh, my gosh. We had Legally Blonde. Or not like I'm sorry. My brain isn't working. We had Thoroughly Mounted Millie. And then we need a Legally Blonde reunion. Yeah. 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 So. Yes. So exciting. Yes. I want to mention Grey House uh, on Broadway will play its final performance this month. Let me just see. On July 30th. So super soon. So if mm. y'all, I've heard this show is amazing. Laura, Lori Metcalf, Tatiana Maslani, uh, Millicent Simmons, all a part of this show. So what a great cast. So excited um, that it's still running, but I, I hope people will catch it before it, before it ends and just in, uh, in about a week from this releasing. So. Yeah. Yeah. So we had some other crazy Broadway news. Okay, I don't know how to say the acronym, so I'm just going to say the letters. I-A-T-S-E. Oh, I-A-T-S-E. Okay. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, they were, as of a few days ago, holding um, a strike authorization vote mm-hmm. um, about negotiations about the Broadway League and Disney. And this yes. brought up, we'll link in the show notes to a, a really good TikTok, I think, about that explains what pink slip workers are related to the mm-hmm. house um, mm-hmm. and shows versus mm-hmm. contracted workers and, and how this would be affecting them. But I remember on the podcast last week, Taylor, I told you, I was like, I wonder if this will impact Broadway. I wonder if you were, all you did. Striker, like all of these strikes will lead to people who are in the houses and maybe mm-hmm. even on stage voting for different equity. And so 
So mm-hmm. originally we got that they were going to hold a vote and then apparently they came to a tentative deal and the Broadway strike has been averted for now. But, you know, yes. as of releasing this, that news could have changed. True. True. You're absolutely right. Yeah. I'm excited to see how it's ever evolving. Yeah. As we've talked about, the the writer strike is continue alongside mm-hmm. the SAG strike as well, mm-hmm. um, which they feel like oh, I've seen a lot of videos talking about how once the actors get involved, they hope that the strikes will end quickly. So we mm-hmm. will see. I did recently, I think I may have talked about this last week. I talked about there was a video of Bob Iger, who is the CEO of Disney currently, talking about how that the writers' demands are unrealistic and um, not feasible. So that they need to calm down, basically, is what he was saying. So um, crazy. Yeah, we will see how that <laughs> turns out. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. In other news, Lin Manuel Miranda, best friend of the show. <laughs> Please, please come on. Um, come on Spanish show. language uh, translation of Hamilton is in the works. Yeah, excited about that's super exciting. I feel like this should have been like an like. Why did they do the German translation before they yeah. did the Spanish translation? Yeah. I don't understand. I, money. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But is also, there more money to be made in Germany? Than, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't. Also, yeah. though exciting news we had so, so yes. we had some good exciting news this week as we well did. As we did we did this is what news. i was referring to when i was like this is exciting news this coming up thing mm-hmm. oh good oh do you want to say it then no you can go take it no you do it you do it since you were excited well there is a brand new show opening on broadway yes. in the fall and that is how to dance in ohio a coming of age musical about human connection and i'm very excited for it i think it looks super sweet and i love I, and it's giving like next to normal Kimberly Kimbo vibes as far as from the photos. And um, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the two main actors who are portraying who are portraying characters that have autism all actually do have autism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this will be really exciting representation, I hope, and hopefully will be good conversation also about what access looks like mm-hmm. um in like in watching a show as well yeah. so november 15th it, yes it is planned an opening night on december 10th at the belasco theater this is based on an american documentary film directed by alexandra shiva it's currently on hbo or max um for those that have Max, if y'all want to go check it out, it is said to be with guidance from their group counselor, Dr. Emilio Amigo. The group spends 12 weeks practicing their social skills in preparation for a dance. And what I love about this is there's a quote on the Ohio, uh, How to Dance in Ohio musical instagram page and the quote says this show is going places and if you've ever wished you were one of the first to see rent in 1996 or wicked in 2003 see how to dance in ohio in 2022 in terms of emotional impact and i saw it first bragging rights and it is every bit their equal Mm, that's crazy and that is of course this was from when it was out of town in syracuse yeah. Um, but this wow. that quote is like that's huge to be that's like, oh, quote. 
I saw Rent and Wicked, and I also saw How to Dance in Ohio. So excited yeah. to see how um, this does on Broadway. Yeah, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, preview start November 15th. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, also had an opening on Broadway. We did. We did. Surprise Love officially opened on Broadway. Mm-hmm. This no, we have. What we haven't said before about Who Lies Love is that an all-Filipino cast yes. of Who Lies Love. I feel like we did say that, but if we didn't, we should yeah. have. And we should still no. say it again. We should, yes. I feel like so far the the reviews have been good. Um, New York Times called it ingenious. Um, the Hollywood Reporter called it wild and original and irresistible. So, that's wow. Wow. And, uh, but I do want to say that there was an incident uh, right before their opening night where Leah Salonga, how do you say her last name? Mm -hmm, That's right. Yeah. She was in her dressing room and these fans came into her dressing room unbeknownst to her. Taylor, did you not know? No. I don't know MET because I'm not on TikTok. I'll have to show you. It was on, I think I found it on Instagram actually or on Twitter. And um, so, there were I, I don't know how they got past security or whatever, but there's a video now of of that in like situation and she handled it really well. But um you can tell she was a little bit frightened and they were just truly they were fans and so that's good. Mm-hmm. Good that they were just fans, but also you know what fans we need to remember yes. that these are people mm-hmm. <clears throat> and they need their space and they have to have security and like it's that's really important. So Anyway, I think that they've changed their rules. I'm unsure if she's stage dooring. I'm unsure if anyone from that cast is now stage mm. dooring because of that incident. Right. And I know that we've talked about this before when, in our stage door episode. Yes. Um, I was going to reference episode 41, stage door yeah. memories. Everyone go check let's, it out. Let's, let's continue to be considerate um, with how we you know, interact with these live theater uh, performers and know that mm. they are... The, the you know interacting with fans is technically not a part of their job like True. it is something that most of them love doing and they want to do that they grew up as theater fans they maybe are still a theater kid and a theater fan mm-hmm. at heart but also really their job what they're contracted to do is what they do on stage and the preparation for that so just remember they don't owe you anything that's my absolutely word of advice. absolutely uh I agree. I think that is definitely like how did they even get that? These are the things that I want to know. Yeah, they but, eventually um, I figured out figured out security, I guess. But yeah, crazy. Yeah. Trapdoor went through a trapdoor. <laughs> um this is the problem with the new the set of Yeah, it's love, a panel of the opera. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um <laughs> but in other news in our final what's the buzz Sad. segment this week, um writer songwriter all the things tony bennett did icon. pass away icon yeah. yes um and isn't there is there a musical coming out with isn't harmony his music am i wrong i don't know but is you that... know i was my parents and i texted very about Manilow, this. i think yeah that's very Manilow. Okay. my parents and i texted about this because um this was i think the official first concert my mom will tell me when she listens to the podcast if i'm right mm. or not but I'm pretty sure this was the very first concert I actually went to. And it was either in 2001 or 2002 at New York in at Carnegie, I think. Wow. What a concert. Um, I think I have the the playbill somewhere, so I'll have to go and find it. Of course you do. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll, uh, I'll add it in. I'll add a little that, photo of me on Instagram. That's a bummer because mine was Stephen Kirsch Chapman. So here we go. Um, <laughs> the the oh. father of uh, CCM. So yes. That's a Truly. little shout out to those people that know that. Watch a week away on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. So that's our What's the Buzz this week. Guys, uh, we're excited for all. The coming and current Broadway news, yeah. of course, um, Fanny Bryce casting, which maybe we'll get to eventually. But Oh, I forgot. We cut that yeah. for time last yes, week. We okay, did. well, more we on did. that next week. Exactly, exactly. Lee Michelle, send us your thoughts. Um, <laughs> yeah. Now we can transition into our theater camp experiences. Of course, this we are talking about because the theater camp movie came out, which eventually we will see when it starts playing in my area. But um, Rachel is going to see it before me. I, well, I saw Barbie before her. So, you know, there's that. So there um, is that. And you wore a Greta Gerwig shirt. So you really did. won. You yeah. did win. She's three for three. I'm excited to see what her Narnia looks like. But theater camp, let's start here. I mean, I feel yeah. like this is a big thing for a lot of like theater camp. I mean, obviously theater people, but I feel like even non-theater people go to theater camp sometimes. Right? Or you like go so, to a camp and there's like a theater mm-hmm. program within the camp, yes. right? Exactly. What are your, like, how do you feel about theater camp? Like, what are those feelings when we talk about it? It's a very nostalgic thing, I feel like, for us. And, like, what are your, what are your memories from it? So, unlike the theater camp movie, which I haven't seen yet, so just assuming based off of the premise, and unlike the High School Musical, the musical, the series season set Mm -hmm. at a summer camp. Season three. Yeah, I never went to a theater camp where you slept away, really. Mm. I mean, I did a Girl Scout camp and one of them was like a theater related and I did a dance camp and that was theater related or like, you know, that was a sleepaway camp. But I've never done like a specific theater camp like the people in New York that I really wanted to do this with Mm -hmm. in, Mm -hmm. you know, upstate New York, where for two weeks you're there and you're rehearsing and you're living in a cabin. I never did that. Yeah. Almost all of my theater camp experiences were day, you know, mm-hmm. like they were there for the week. You you did a week or two weeks of of work to put on a show, but you never. But I never slept over for the camp's experience in the woods. If mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yes. So, but I, I'm a big fan. First of all, I'm a big fan of summer camps. I know that that's yes. something privileged to say, considering I don't have children. But um, I just feel like summer camps really, first of all, they gave me a lot of structure as a kid. Mm, yeah, and we two, love that. I just met so many people. And I know mm-hmm. that my parents, my poor little parents, had to wake up at whatever time it was to, in order to sign me up for the camp before it got sold out and yada, yada. But I do think that it just was, it just was such a formative experience. I mm-hmm. got to feel like I was living a thousand lives in the eight weeks that was my summer vacation Mm. and my parents could go to go to work Mm. because I was at camp exactly yeah what about you Tay what are your um I've actually had looking back I'm like wow I've had a lot of camp experiences um I've been to just regular camp which shout out to uh camp willow run Woo. Oh uh, yes, Ninja I've been there too. Ninja John, I think is what we call it. There was a counselor, and he, in retrospect, like I was like 
10 and he was probably like 20. He wasn't that older yeah. than me, but isn't that crazy? Yeah. Um, and then, so that was like a stay away camp that I did for only a week. And then I did, as Rachel and I have talked about, we both grew up doing the same theater company, yes. Christian Theater, aka Character Works, which we talked about last week a little bit. But um, I we did like day camps, but then we would go to a camp for like a weekend during the day camp, and that was really fun. Um, but then also did this thing called teen camp and that was like a stay away. We would stay there for like a week and some change maybe and perform a little fun showcase at the end. Um, the, the day camps that Rachel and I did, we did one in particular together where we put on a whole show for two. We learned the whole show for two weeks and then put it on for like a weekend or maybe two weekends. I think maybe it was two Um, weekends. Yeah. And we did Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, um, which was incredible and so much fun. The very first one I believed camp that I ever did was with a a theater company before I joined that one um, that I don't really remember the name of, but um, was Beauty and the Beast. And it must have been in 2009 or 2008. So it was a long time ago. And I played Maurice in that version of Beauty and the Beast. Yes. And um, that was super fun. I just remember, I look back on it very fondly. I remember we were putting tables away one day and I dropped one of those folding tables on my foot and it turned to the size of like a cantaloupe and I had to go to the (gasps) hospital. So that was fun. I went to like ortho on call or something. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, which if you don't have that in your state that you're listening to or other country, it's basically just an orthopedist on call. (laughs) And uh, it ended up being fine. It ended up being fine. But um, yeah, I I, I think theater camps are like this, like it's, it's even wilder and crazier than regular camp because you're just sticking a bunch of theater kids together and you know in the middle of the woods with theater kids theater people do not really like woods i will say that's not they don't really combine very well but um you're sticking them in a place that you know you're trying to survive you're staying up all night you're eating junk food you're eating like the food that actually the camp that we went to the the team camp which i don't think you ever did rachel Mm-mm. was the food was actually very good so i will say that's good but um and then sometimes you'd have like a little dance and so there's always mm-hmm. like a, a camp crush which is a big thing Rachel did you ever thing. have a camp crush oh yeah of course yeah yeah you want to oh name any God. names right now <laughs> that I can I can bleep out for later <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Let, let me think about it let's talk specifics <laughs> well I think it's so funny because I as I was preparing for this of course I phoned a friend aka my father and I said mm. hey do you remember the first theater camp I did and it was, I think we, we landed on, it was 2003 or 2004. We couldn't figure out which mm-hmm. summer it was. So yeah. I was a wee little child. And we think that the first, um, like it was a week long camp. Um, and it was then at the end, we did a performance of Tom Sawyer, The Adventures of Tom Sawyer. Oh, love it. Because I Kristen Bell. <laughs> never, ever, ever not i anytime someone says missouri i just immediately sing the song hannibal 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 missouri <laughs> so 
that's it. But I don't remember anything wow. else from that show. That um, stuck in long I, term, for sure. Yeah, it's like yeah. really in there. But this mm-hmm. was a camp that I did that was separate from the theater group that Taylor mm-hmm. and I were a part of. I wasn't yet a part of that theater group. And this right. was with a, a teacher, Miss Cheryl Ann. And I did her camp, I think, three years in a row. I also took classes from her, tap classes and not ballet, but jazz and musical theater classes, dance classes. And one of the girls, Molly, um, ended up being in the Annie revival on Broadway. And yeah, anyway, it was wow. crazy. So all this to say, it was like a, I felt was your like friend, we were... L- was Lilla Crawford, that was her name, right? No. That played, um. <laughs> played Annie. That was your friend. No, I'm just no, no, no. Uh, we would have talked about that before. Listen. Yeah, that's true. I would have phoned a friend. Rachel's just um, giving this to me right now. <laughs> no. This information. Yeah. So, but one of the things I was thinking about while I was asking my dad some of those questions was let's just think for a quick moment about camp. Like, I <laughs> went to many camps that were not theater camps. I do love the outdoors, contrary to most theater children's. Um, and but I'm agnostic. One things, yeah. One of the things I love about camp, right? Like just is that like mm. you're doing things with a group, you're mm-hmm. like trying new things, you're being adventurous. You do have a structure obviously of how the day is going to go. Mm. And then there are always songs. There are songs. You sing songs at camp even if it's not a theater camp, guys. Like Right. Like Boom Chicka Boom or the the little Whatever that little worm person is, the little worm sipping mm-hmm. on my straw mm-hmm. or whatever. Boom you know, like, boom was a was a huge, was, huge yeah. thing for huge. us. Yeah. And like, so you're doing that, you're doing kind of you're kind of performing, right? Like if you are scared to go on the zip line, or if you're like don't know how to, you know, fish for mm-hmm. something and you accidentally fish a turtle. And like you're, there's a lot of performance aspects about camp, especially because the majority of the people you do not know. It's like right. the first week of school, every single week you do camp. Yeah, especially so, for the counselors too. Yeah, that too. So we're yeah. all just like performing these roles. I find it very yeah. interesting. Like camp itself is low key theater and low key, like very artsy and very performative. Mm. Yeah. And then you take it up a notch by having theater camp, and basically it's camp rock. It is camp rock. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, camp rock was like is a microcosm of like how amazing. Like I feel like camp rock walked so that this theater camp movie yes. could run. So so that and then potentially maybe camp rock walked and High School Musical the musical the series skipped and theater camp is running mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for sure for sure <sighs> yeah um i do love that you're like you're away from home you're like i'm gonna become my like i'm gonna be a different person that's the thing about the the first day of school aspect of right. it is right. that like i can be whoever i want to be yeah. and you know and i feel like you know elementary through high school everyone's playing roles like that's <laughs> that's all what just figuring out who you are and adulthood is like we're just playing different roles but yes yes so taylor yeah. tell me tell me when you think about specifically theater camp what are the elements that are needed to have a theater like what is theater camp itself mm. what do you need 
Yeah. Well, or you gotta have a good theater camp experience. Maybe that's a better way yeah. to say it. Well, you gotta have some like, like jealous, <laughs> jealous people there because I, even though it is like we're all there to like perform this showcase or perform this show in our case yeah like you gotta have some people that were like well I wanted this role <laughs> and I wanted this solo which is all the power of theater in general but yeah, ultimately but, we come yeah. together to make the glorious show that is you know the showcase yeah um so I think there's definitely that aspect of have, it and not that I not that I ever had that at all <laughs> Yeah, yeah, me either. Not sure. not bitter about it at all still to this day. Um <laughs> yeah. But I think you also like there's aspects of like sleep deprivation that you like Absolutely. you got to have like sleep deprived middle school and high schoolers, which is yeah. always the best. I think mm-hmm. they they could sleep deprived middle school and high schoolers can run the world. So I think <laughs> I think if sleep deprived adults can run the world, I think middle school and high schoolers definitely could. So, um, I think there's also like, I always, especially like a sleepaway camp, like you always got to think about the food, like the food is definitely Mm -hmm. a bit, I love that shot of the theater camp trailer of the food late, the cook putting like a bunch of wine into the chili or whatever. (laughs) Like, (laughs) that's so incredible. I know it's so funny. And she takes a swig of it. Like so funny. (laughs) So good. Um, Guys, this movie's gonna be so good. I think food is an aspect, and then also like this is a thing with theater as a whole. But you're collectively like coming together to like do this one thing, one performance. And I think what was great about doing our camp, where we put on a show, is that like we were all coming together for this one goal. And I think that's different. Theater camp is different that way of other of just like regular camp is you're just like there to like basically you're there to not to learn different skills to take back to home that will annoy your parents like archery and (laughs) um and and synchronized swimming I don't know what other (laughs) what other things but at theater camp you're yeah exactly crafts you're there to like learn do all those things but also to learn like a showcase and a show and to come together with all your fellow campers now there's also of course, the late night camp shenanigans you can get into s'mores, yeah, shenanigans, s'mores, running around in the woods. Maybe as far as I was never a part of this, but I did hear taping someone to a tree with duct tape and leaving them for a little bit. Oh my god! That gosh. did happen. <gasps> shaving cream war. We did do that at my Absolutely. camp. They did a giant Absolutely shaving cream war and then yeah. a giant slip and slide afterwards, which is oh like gosh. genius. It was wow. genius. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Bruce so there were things like that. Also, teams. We saw this happen in high school musical to musical to series. Yeah. Different teams. teams. I was one year the head of the orange team. And I believe Whoa. my um my team revolted against me. And <laughs> apparently I wasn't that great of a leader back then. But uh they revolted and decided to do things true. differently. But um yeah, and then the last thing I will say, which I have said a lot, is like the games, the theater camp games. Yeah. The the there was a lot of like sporting games involved, but also scavenger games and things like that. So that's super fun. Yes. No, I love those elements. I love that. What about yeah. you? Yeah. That I, I didn't say. <laughs> like you didn't cover. Let's let me I think know. about it. I mean, 
definitely the first thing I thought of is like you have to have the horn like I was gonna say hormones but like that's not you have to have the like right. Rachel Berry energy person there's someone in yes. this group yes. who's like who because here's the other thing about theater camp most most theater camps because I think Taylor nor I went to any like professional where theater camps where you had to like audition mm-hmm. to be a part of camp right Right, right. Correct. Like we auditioned when we were in camp to see what our roles would be, but we did not have to mm-hmm. audition to get to camp. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are obviously a lot of camps, a lot of camps that probably are what the theater camp, the movie, is um, highlighting and making fun of or making light of mm-hmm. is the, are those camps where you had to audition. I remember looking at them at one point in my late elementary school, early middle school experience, really wanting to go to them. Um, cause right. it's where like a lot of Broadway people come and like workshop with you and do things. Like, yeah. It's really, really yep. cool. But anyway, uh, when you are not a part of those kinds of camps and you're part of local theater camps or children's theater camps, or just camps that have theater aspects to them and you did not audition mm-hmm. to get there, you mm-hmm. have people whom you've never done things with. Like you've never mm-hmm. had them as a theater. Some, I mean, some of you have, but some of them you don't know your talent. So you're coming in from feeling very talented in your little elementary school pond. And so you're like someone, maybe you, whoever goes mm-hmm. in like, I am the Rachel Berry of this experience. Surely I will get Annie in Annie mm-hmm. um, because I'm amazing. Yeah. And my home school. And that was Rachel for a hot minute. No. <laughs> No, I was the rule follower. I wanted, mm-hmm. I want, I wanted everyone to make sure that we only had to do it that ish once. Mm-hmm. And anyway, so you have the Rachel Berry, you have someone like yep. me who is like so desperately needs everyone to just follow the rules. Um, and then that eventually changed for me, obviously. And you have the shenaniganery <laughs> also. And yeah. I think that you always have to have this weird jealous dynamic. And I want to be very clear. I don't think that the jealousy has to be about roles. I mm-hmm. think that it can be about relationships, like friendships and otherwise sure. that form over the course of camp. Because, you know, as we saw in High School Musical, the musical series <laughs> three, sometimes you're like, why are you all better friends than how we're better friends in this environment? You know, right. so right. I do think jealousy is like a huge part of potentially just middle school, high school, elementary school life. Maybe it's just formative. But I really think that that is like a extreme part of theater Mm -hmm. camp and one other thing i think that's a part of theater camp is there's an underdog there is someone who you definitely felt like should not be cast for that part because they are not pulling their weight or you were like i'm not sure guys like do we really think that he should be playing that or doing that or she (laughs) should be doing that and then you like don't know if you should be on their side right you might be on the jealous side of like i should have gotten that instead of them or you might eventually lean into the side of like okay, they can do it. I believe in them. Mm-hmm. Let's figure out how to make sure that they do it. Right. Um, and there's almost always a weird random story like that where you're like, wow, this person came out of literally nowhere to be so good at this. That is interesting. You are correct. And this was seen, I'm just trying to remember his name in High School Musical, the musical the series. Oh, the guy, Jet or whatever his yeah, name is. Yeah, Jet. Was that his name? Jet. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, this was seen in season three with Jet, the, the brother of, what's his name? What, the girl. Maddie? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, see, I don't remember names. I'm just like, who is this? <laughs> Does this mean that? I watched it a lot? Maybe, but that's okay. Yeah. So we saw that most, because did he play, um, 
Kristoff? Is that I who you play? So. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the fro- in Frozen, in, in the yeah. summer camp. So yeah. good. Um, I love that. I love also that there's always like a pool aspect to summer camp, of course. Yeah. Because you can't have you can't have a summer camp without a pool. So I love that. This is the other random weird thing that I think about all the time with youth youths uh, is that Mm -hmm. we as theater people often are like, Oh, we got to protect. Like we're so like, Oh, I got to protect my instrument. Then meanwhile, you throw us at camp. We are literally like, Playing yeah. dodgeball, throwing balls at each other, yes, hitting yes. each other, Done all like, these playing Red Rover, play, right. doing the slip and slide in the pool, yeah. like running around. And I'm like, we mm. are eating candy, staying up late, drinking yeah. soda, things mm. that are not good for our instrument. And we're just like, <laughs> the juxtaposition here is like truly yeah. what prepares us for college, I think. But like, it's just iconic. Wild. Yeah. Yeah, summer camp does prepare you for college for sure. Um, <laughs> that is, you, everyone should go to summer camp right before college, right before college. Dude, um, I, I will to- shout out that yes. I did. I forgot to mention this at the top. The uh, yes. speaking of right before college, I did do a, a theater summer camp called Acting Ooh. Uncut at the <gasps> university that I yes. went to, and that was super fun. And um, I remember because there was like I think it was like rising ninth graders to twelfth grade. So they were like people that used to be in eighth grade. And that was like, you're a child. I felt like, cause I had just graduated. You're, so I was like, you're, you're a child. Old. Yeah. Yeah. How old are you? What? Um, cause most of the summer camps besides like the first one I ever went to were like high, all high schoolers. So yeah. Yeah. Very wild. Um, let's talk about memories. What are like the best. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Um, well, memories memory yeah of course we'll put it in the in the show yeah um it's interesting that a lot of them are like I have fond memories of like dancing I remember one team camp we like we did you can't stop the beat and we were learning the dance like in the middle of like the driveway not really the driveway but like the the middle of a driveway in the heat in the summer and like dancing our asses off basically and learning this dance and um that is some and we all were like so tired but also had so much energy and it's funny how you like yeah they basically like wear you out until the end of the week and then the end of the week is the showcase and you're like can I even do this <laughs> and, voice cracking through my showcase yeah I do remember this one I think it was the same team camp maybe I had a solo in the song light from next to normal and yes. I had the part that was like okay. I know I had the part that was like uh, and when the night has finally gone man, that part yeah um, the dancings and I remember during one of the rehearsals and this I, I'm pretty sure this did happen because looking back I'm, I remember at the time looking around to all my friends and was like did this really happen everyone in the in the song like stood on their knees and I stood up to sing the solo and it's during a rehearsal our director literally went and like screamed and was like oh my god like said like oh my gosh or something and then we all just kept going like what that was weird so I wasn't looking back I'm like did was that a good thing did that happen? was you screaming was for good thing? or bad I don't understand but everyone was like yeah that for sure did happen 
And so, yeah, that, that that's a that's a memory for sure. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And then also just like like I talked about, like performing Joseph, and I also did High School Musical too. Speaking of High School Musical, those were two instances where we we learned the show for two weeks and then performed it. And learning like music, lyrics, and dance in such a short amount of time, and then performing it is so exhilarating and so much fun. And um, yeah, those are those are like memories that I I have not thought about it in a long time but definitely do cherish so yeah it's crazy because once I, I I knew we were recording this and so I've been thinking about all of my theater camp experiences and I have yeah. more outside of our our experience than I do inside of our theater company mm-hmm. I did mm-hmm. hurrah players theater which I know mm-hmm. still exists and is actually where yes. Taylor lives <laughs> yeah I did Adrian that for Warren. a few a few years and yeah Adrian Warren exactly and mm-hmm. um we the reason I am thinking about that now is because you were talking about we can't stop the beat. Well, we did um, that song um, as a part of our showcase one year mm. because it was the time that the hairspray movie went out came out. So we actually went to see the movie together as oh, a group. Amazing. So it was really cool. But I remember feeling like I couldn't get the steps down. Like it's just I could not get the steps down and sing the part that I was supposed to sing and be mic'd. And I was in middle, I mean, mm-hmm. I think I was in middle school at yeah. the time. And I just remember feeling like I I don't know if I can do this. And by the end of the week, being like, oh shoot, I nailed that. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I don't know if I did. Yeah. Who's to say? Yeah. Who's actually True. to say if I nailed it? But there are I'm I sure think your parents will they'll comment. Uh, yeah, you know. But there are moments where it is just so rewarding to work so hard for something Mm -hmm. and to then like be done with it. And one of, I think the cool parts about theater camp is that you perform this performance for a very limited experience and then it's done. Mm -hmm. And like, Mm -hmm. you might have a video of it. You might just have a photo your parents took after the showcase. You might not Mm -hmm. have... Like all you have potentially are your memories and some sparkles and a little boa that you have left over. Yeah. Mm Yeah. Right. And so I just, I find something so beautiful about that. Mm -hmm. Um, But some of my favorite memories, I I don't know, but some of the memories that stick out in my mind are about friendships that I made over the course of camp for sure. Obviously the, Joseph theater camp. I know that that was such a formative experience in some relationships mm-hmm. I have. Um, mm-hmm. And for some that I didn't even know I was going to continue to have, like we mm-hmm. were friends at the time and then kind of lost touch. And then in, in the midst of the end of college, got back together as friends. And mm-hmm. so that's been like really, really formative and yeah, and fun to think about. And then, you know, I did have a crazy theater director experience um mm. where there <laughs> there was uh he, I beat a director who came in to help consult with something related yes. to mm-hmm. related to <laughs> our our um show and yeah that was very interesting but mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the one I'm thinking about you weren't a part of but it's similar to that but the one I'm thinking of like this this person came in and like told all of us who were in elementary school that we weren't allowed to have candy the rest of the week because chocolate and candy and all that was bad for our like voices. Oh my and goodness. I, I was like, wow. I am 
nine years old. Right. Right. <laughs> Let me have the candy. But I also remember them saying something really valuable about how how you stand on the stage. So I learned a lot of mm. things from them. Yeah. And like this idea of cheating, I don't know if I'd ever really learned this before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it just vividly stood out to me. Um, and what's cool or strange about theater camp is that directors, because it's such a short time, they have to pick and choose one, what they're going to teach you and two, what they're going to critique you on. Right. Like mm-hmm. there's not enough time. It's There's not mm-hmm. even time enough tech time for us to figure yeah. out if this looks good and that looks good and whatever we just have to it just has to happen and mm-hmm. I have to be okay with some things and so that's mm-hmm. also part of wanting to make sure that you're I'm listening as a theater person to make sure I get the correction so that I can make sure that it's great the next time yeah yeah one of my other fond memories that I just thought of that is from our Joseph. So one of our director's brother was playing in the Olympics summer at the Olympics. time in the summer Olympics on the U S men's volleyball team. And I remember all Wild. of us during like lunch or yeah, during the time, like it. sitting down and we watched it on this giant projector. We watched the yeah. U S men's volleyball and that was so fun. That was, that was fun. really fun. Yeah. yeah. That time was mm-hmm. wild and crazy, though. Mm-hmm. There were that was peak romance season for the, our friend group in terms of like our yeah. age bracket. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of like mm-hmm. a lot of ins and outs about who was liking who and who was yes. having yeah. this and who was mm-hmm. a part of that relationship. And it, how I think over the span of two weeks, going? I liked like two different women, so <laughs> two different girls. So. I know. I'm sure I had like a <laughs> yeah. friend breakup, a reunion, and then mm-hmm. a breakup, and then a reunion again in two weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it happened. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All those <laughs> dynamics. Um, the other thing I want to mention as well for me is that I was also a camp counselor for day camps with our theater camp. And this was for very small children. From... Which is one of the first ones I went to. At yes, yes. Yeah. Um, so I did like, I want to say like four, five-year-olds to 12-year-olds, maybe 10-year-olds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the age, not all together, but like different weeks for different ages. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember doing the Aristocats kids. I remember doing Willy Wonka kids. I remember doing, I'm trying to remember if there was another, 101 Dalmatians kids. Those are the ones I remember doing. And that was so fun too, to like be on the other side of it and like teach these kids. Remember this one little girl, she's probably like, she's probably like 15 now. Oh my gosh, that's weird. (laughs) Maybe even older than that. Maybe older. Yeah. And because this was like 2012, so, and, or or 2013. And (laughs) that was 10 years ago. I know. It's so wild. And um, she... We just had an crisis. I know. I know. Had the crickets. Just, just like Barbie. Um, and... Spoilers. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And um, she was like so sassy and just like so fun. I just remember her being so fun. But I remember we played this one game where like all these um, like ball pit balls were like on the ground and you had to try and get them without using your arms so you had to uh, while lying on the ground and that was really fun <laughs> like and playing bottom ball I'm sure you remember bottom ball yes I yes where it was ball. like volleyball where you had to sit on your bottom but and yeah, that was fun yeah. yeah yeah 
so fun. So being a counselor was really fun because it was fun to like teach them the. I remember like being told to like go off and just like do a scene with these kids and like <laughs> just just go block this scene for you know an hour and, and then like, okay you know, sure yeah you're like okay walk this way you know and especially with very little kids you really have to tell them like what to do but yeah it was so yeah. fun and I remember like parents and grandparents and all these things coming to the end of the showcase and it being so much fun yeah um, and so that's a really fun experience too if you have had that before like being on the other side of it is really fun yeah mm-hmm. so cute I love I mm-hmm. love theater camp I know I also want to mention my wife has a friend in her class in med school that um, I remember meeting with her and at some point we got to talking about theater because she loves theater and she was like, oh yeah, I went to this theater camp and Beanie Feldstein was there and she was like, yeah, I follow her. like we're friends on Facebook, like real friends on Facebook and I was like, what? Blank stairs. I know. I Needs like, huh? help. Yeah. Hyperventilates. Needs CPR. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, but that's what's so crazy, right? About camp. Like that's part mm-hmm. of the joy about mm-hmm. theater camp. And I did, I did, I did Spark, which is another theater camp uh, or a theater group uh, in mm-hmm. Richmond. That's a yep. children's theater. And I loved, I love doing camp with them. I love doing classes with them too. And it's so cool because you just get different talents from all over the place during the, during the summer. I remember mm-hmm. one year there was this person whose cousin lived in where we live and so Mm -hmm. they were visiting from like Ohio and they were like so incredible at dancing and I just thought wow like this is so cool you one of the cool parts about camp is you learn a lot about each other and like from each other just as much as you do from and you're also on this like high when you're done you're on this like I can do any blah blah blah. and then you get back to the real world and you're like oh I don't know yeah. Can I sustain this? There's not yeah. enough doubt. There's not enough time for doubt to sink in yeah. when you're doing a camp that's a week or two weeks long. You mm. just are running forward, like full mm. steam ahead. You cannot let anything else get you because if you do, that's the end. And yeah. like during normal, quote unquote, normal times, <laughs> there's so much more time. Yeah. You have a lot more time. There's like six weeks, yeah. eight weeks, ten weeks of like rehearsals and things happening. And mm-hmm. there's a lot more time for you to feel fully like you're also I- integrated back into school and like all of your mm-hmm. other self-esteem issues might come up. So, yeah, it's you're also I also want to shout out like the drive home after like that's that was always like you're like on this time. You're like talking about everything. And your parents are like listening. The hot like, goss. Yeah, the the tea was yeah. piping mm-hmm. hot on the way home. And, if you're lucky, you're like carpooling. There's like other kids, so you're like all together. Yeah. Like both your moms came in together to pick you up, and you're just like talking about it all. Yeah, that was really yes. fun. I remember yes. that being a very fond memory. There were some yeah. windy shakes on the way home a few times. Yeah, frosties, windy frosties. Frosties, sorry, my bad. With with fries. Excuse me. Frosties and Excuse fries. Me. You are ousted from Wendy's for a year because of that. <laughs> I don't think I've been to Wendy's since we were in high school. I know. I. I, I've definitely been, but it's been like five or eight years. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Wendy's, not a sponsor. Thank you, um, Wendy's, for us, being there for us. Frosties. Yeah, post, exactly. Post theater. <laughs> post theater. Uh, anything else you want to add? 
I, I here's my other random thing that I want to add. Okay, great. Because there are a few more weeks of summer left, I'm mm. sure in your town, wherever you live, <laughs> there is a theater camp performance that you could go to and support in mm. a non-creepy way. And if that chance comes to you, you should do it. If you're a parent and your child likes performing or maybe is you think they like performing send them to theater camp send them to a camp that's adjacent to theater send them to a camp that has a theater component but i'm just saying that i think that theater camp provides so much space Mm -hmm. for learning and participation Mm -hmm. in a way that i have never felt that way in other camps although i have loved Mm -hmm. other camps um that i haven't felt that way so there's still time for you for sure. And um, you really can, like Rachel said, you can make like some of your best friends at camp. Yeah. At yeah. theater camp. And yeah. I love that. I yeah. love it. Rachel and I did theater <sighs> camp together and we have stayed friends ever since, even though we met before. But <laughs> yeah. But honestly, so that I, there's not a time yeah. that I don't listen to Joseph and think about our time together true learning that banana banana (laughs) that that part learning the joseph and joseph is a hard show there are songs that are very tricky in it so i just want to put that out there thank you rachel yay theater camp adirondacks give our regards to broadway i love when he (laughs) says that oh what a beautiful morning so good. There's a narc amongst us. Cassie has Kelsey, narked. Cassie has narked. All right, Rachel, let's talk about our character of the week. Let's do it. Woot, hello, woot. hello. One day we're going to have a song for this part of the segment. Hello, this is our character of the week. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. And I would like to share with you the character of the week. Hello. (laughs) Too many. Too many. Too many syllables. syllables. Mm -hmm. So this is the time where Taylor and I uh, discuss what we are thinking, feeling, or have been thinking and feeling this past week. And then we pick a theater character in the universe who Mm. embodies the same thoughts, feelings, or vibes. That's right. And we would also love to hear... Your thoughts, listen, your thoughts on uh, Bach and real life Bach and Glinda getting back together or not back together, I guess. I don't back know. together. <gasps> Who knows? It's going to start it at the beginning of filming. Um, we eight also would ago. like. I know, the table I know. read. Yeah, the table read eight years ago. That's so funny. Um, and I love how this is coming out too before the movie's even ended. So there's that. And finish filming. Um and also your theater camp experiences and also your characters so comment on our social media pages tell us your character this week you may get a shout out on a future episode apparently i can't speak this week so uh, you rachel, might be next week who's to say i know i know who's to say rachel who is your character this week taylor 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 so i was thinking all week about how we're going to talk about theater camp Mm. Um, and like what 
camp is like and often obviously that's about the woods <laughs> what ca- what is camp like <laughs> <laughs> camp is mostly woods and yes. um other things and but cots. yes uh it's, yeah, not cory cot not casey cot <laughs> just a cot on a bed Oh, no. <laughs> um, and so yeah I was just thinking a lot about that and then also my mm. week's just kind of been like I've been kind of not confused confused is the wrong word but maybe that's the right word like I've just kind of been frazzle dazzled like mm. I don't really know what's going on in some of my yeah. like personal life and in other other things I'm just kind of like wow we're at the end of July I'm a little I'm a little mm. lost I yeah. might be some might even say lost in the woods and so this week i am christoph and sven (laughs) oh my gosh i love this oh my gosh so good thank you jonathan graf himself um we did not mention this did you see this headline that jonathan graf was offered alan in barbie but he had to turn it down because of scheduling conflicts amazing so sad yeah and ben platt apparently he's offered a role too but yeah couldn't do it because of scheduling. Do it. Well, oh my scheduling. gosh. Wow. What a life. Um, speaking of Barbenheimer, my <laughs> character this week. Um, listen, we all know that Barbie has been uh stuck in my brain for the past two years because I've been very excited for this movie. It lived up to all my expectations. It is a wonderful movie. I hope it gets nominated for Best Picture. All the things. I hope Greta is nominated. I hope it, it, it's already done very successfully financially. So obviously we know that. But um, Oppenheimer, I have, you know, I was very excited for it. But uh, after seeing it today, I'm like, wow, this is a great movie. So this week I've been feeling just very excited for these two things. Excited for these. And I feel like this character represents both sides of the Barbie and Oppenheimer spectrum. She wears pink a lot. She has a little dog named Bruiser. She also is a lawyer and has to wear black sometimes in the courtroom. And that's right, because I am the character that is Barbie and Oppenheimer. Barbenheimer, Elle Woods from Legally Blonde. (laughs) I love that yeah, that is so who I am. good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Barbenheimer. Thank you. Barbenheimer. Rest in peace. Uh, if you guys would like to join in on our discussion, check us out at theaternerdpod.com or you can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at theaternerdpod and on Facebook at theaternerdpodcast. Thank you all for joining us and we'll see you next week. 